Hey, what is up, y'all? This is Joey, and I'm your host for Jaywalking, the podcast. You know, I'm still trying to decide how I <laughs> want to go about these intros. I think it's kind of funny, literally just <laughs> going off like that. But let's get down to it again, all right? I saw in the polls that y'all were messing a little bit more on the NFL side. So I'm out to talk some football, all right? Joey, you going to talk about Kyler Murray? No, give my boy a chance, all right? Week one, he looked great. Week two, the Cardinals as a whole looked kind of bad, all right? So we're not going to talk about that. Don't want to hear it. Let me see game one, all right, against Detroit, all right? That's all I got to say, okay? Let's talk about some real issues. <clears throat> Let's go. First issue I have right now is my boy, Ezekiel Elliott. Dog, what are you doing? Okay, let me get this straight. Let's go over some of these points. You got a contract holdout going on, okay? My thing is, is you have two years left on your contract. Not really the time to hold out. I understand when guys do it one year, you know, and you want to get that insurance uh, contract longevity-wise. I don't blame you there. I think the NFL, you know, Players Association really screwed over their players on thinking what was a good deal and what was not. That's a topic for, you know, another day. But let's be real. Zeke, what are you doing, bro? You're doing it at the most inconvenient time ever. As a Cowboys fan, you're trying to tell me that you're putting yourself up above Dak and Amari, which is fine. I get that. You are the center of the offense. They have to get paid too. They're on one-year contracts. Okay, that's... That's an issue. The fact that you're doing it with another year in hand because you want to get paid big running back money, it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't, it does not say, you know, I want to win with this group. I want to grow with this group. It just doesn't. I think it's kind of phony, if you ask me. I know, you know, NFL guys are going to say, you know, let him get his money. It, that's what it comes down to as a business. You know, they don't they don't care about their players, so why should we care about the business? So I guess I kind of look at it as a business perspective. And if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm looking at it like, and I heard him say it too, you know, the last, you, you don't need a star running back to win Super Bowls. Emmitt Smith. Okay, I get that. That's that's a rare instance. The whole team was great, okay? Rushing champ like that. Just look back to last year. You have Todd Gurley going off throughout the whole course of the year, okay? Killing it. And to my understanding, he got a little banged up. When it came down to it, he got a little banged up, and he was not playing the same way. C.J. Anderson fills in, boom, they're just as good 
of a team, if not a little scarier. He was out here bowling ball people, you know. But the running back position is so interchangeable. You can't tell me that we got to pay this guy so much. When, if you think about it, Zeke came in and it was only a few years after that that Saquon Barkley came out and was named the greatest running back prospect of all time, if not one of the greatest athlete prospects of all time. It changes. It constantly is a revolving door that I think, why go out as a business and spend it and not see it through? You know, that's what happened with Todd Gurley. He got paid, and now the Rams are stuck with the situation of not even knowing if their star running back is going to play the same way coming into the season. You have a short window. I get that. But as a business, you can also get assets for Zeke. There are some desperate teams out there. I mean, the Jets signed Le'Veon Bell, and they really don't have like a running back system in place to make him a valuable running back. Now, I'm just saying that because I've seen Adam Gazy's, uh, you know, work. He doesn't really have running backs in place in that system to be successful. And I think when you become so comfortable like he was with the Steelers, it's going to be kind of a tough transition. I just, I don't know. I don't see it being a, an option where I'm like, pay him now. What if the next great running back prospect literally just jumps out at you a year or two from now again? I don't know. I really don't know. Everybody else needs to get paid too. Dak, uh, he's also pissed me off with this whole contract thing. I think the Cowboys, to my understanding, offered him a $30 million contract per year. Uh, didn't release too many other details besides that, but I know if you're getting paid $30 million a year, um, you're in that top tier of quarterback, and he denied it. He denied it and wanted $40 million. Now, just looking at this from the outside, I'm I'm really shook, okay? Because I know he has some playoff success, some small amount. But come on. You want top dog money? You weren't even in the top 100 players this past year. And I mean, you make the Pro Bowl kind of as a substitute. And that doesn't sit well with me. I don't, I don't see the progression that I thought I would see. So I guess that's another aspect that I should add in as well. Uh, when I saw Dak uh, rookie year, I was like, he's got that dog in him. He's ready to go and take Tony Romo's job. Which, sorry, but if you get injured, that's on you. You know, sometimes they say availability is the best aspect to really have in a job. If you're available and able to keep going, boom, you're going to be pretty successful. I'm not going to lie. That's what happened with Dak. He's a bigger dude. Obviously, more built than Tony Romo could last in the league. So 
it just surprises me that you have this initial success and then you play the same way of football the next few seasons. That does not sit well with me. I literally cannot stand that. Because if you're the guy who keeps telling all these media outlets that, yeah, I'm the one to take this team to the to the championship, that's the only thing we have on our mind. Can you throw a 30-yarder or, bro, just please give me something. You're young. I can understand when Brady has to do a little thinking, thinking Dax, really. But for you to be a younger guy and just keep throwing these, <laughs> like, 5, 10-yard passes, bro, I'm going to lose my mind. And I'm especially lose my mind if you want big dog money. What the hell? I do not get that at all. So I'm really shook. Again, this is a segment where I'm just going off on some NFL things. And Cowboys are the first thing to come to my mind because I root for them. Family roots for them. Here we are. Amari Cooper. I kind of like the way he's going about it. He's just kind of being low-key. I know he wants his money. He was, I think he just needs a prove-it contract. Like, we'll give him a small contract, but you got to prove to us that you're on a consistent basis and that last year wasn't just kind of a miracle because you were on the downside, you know, with the Raiders. And just, that's my business outlook on it. That's all I'm going to say about Amari. He's handling it pretty well. For one of my final kind of outlooks on some issues is Antonio Brown. And let me just go on record to say he is probably the greatest wide receiver, you know, one of the greatest wide receivers this generation has seen. I love his story, you know, later draft round pick had all the intangibles, you know, and just really made the most out of his situation until that situation got ugly in Pittsburgh. This is what I don't like. I don't like when guys like Odell get a bad rep for being this so-called bad teammate with all these media outlets. I mean, sure, guy breaks down mid-game or whatever, gets pissed off, you know, throws a temper tantrum, whatever, okay? That's just passion. That comes in a violent game like that, you know? But to literally throw your teammates under the bus, call them out, not participate in workouts, call out your coach, and then get benched one of the most crucial games of the season last year, yeah, those are some problems, for real. So, Pittsburgh did the right thing in trading him, but they traded him to the Raiders, which we all know has a pretty weird reputation right now. They traded Amari Cooper, who is their, you know, Pro Bowl wide receiver, then you go about trading Khalil Mack, which is once in a generational player, 
for all these draft picks who you don't even know are going to pan out the right way, you pay John Gruden $100 million to coach your team when he's been in the broadcast booth for years. What? I have no clue. He brings in, you know, Gruden brings in his own guys literally from the TV station. And I'm just like, what is going on? Are the Raiders really that franchise right now? Now, mind you, anything can go on in the season. This is just my projection. But I don't see them doing well. And I don't see Antonio Brown making that team a playoff contender. And this is why. Let's start off with the foot issue. My my guy got frostbite in one of those chambers rehabbing while he was out in Paris, I guess. And he wasn't wearing the proper footwear, had to drain his foot. It looks ugly. Anyone uh, want to go see that picture? Go on ESPN or Antonio Brown's page. He's posted it. It's gross. Not going not gonna to talk about how it looks anymore. But yeah, that's disgusting. So he's literally saying like it's like, new skin being formed in right now so he's walking kind of like on bare skin and running so he can't really practice per se but he's like out there running on hard knocks and whatnot he's just you know throwing a little diva thing going on i don't understand that whole situation i think if you have a doctor giving you you know, that treatment, I'm pretty sure they're going to look at how you entered the chamber in the first place. Regardless, that's not even the craziest issue. Get this. This guy is out here really and truly throwing a hissy fit over his helmet. And I get that, you know, as, as an athlete, I always wanted to stay true to my baseball helmet or my baseball attire. You know, there's certain things you're superstitious about. He, I guess, had worn this helmet for nine years in his career. Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, had this helmet as well. And the league went through and had a process in which they did some research and found that the helmet was not up to standards of taking hits or being medically suited for these players. So boom, it gets crossed out. And now guys like Brady and Aaron Rodgers go on to change their helmets, not really throwing much of a fit, but this guy has a fit that's worth nearly 20 something tweets from Adam from Adam Scheffner of uh, ESPN and just recounting it all I'm gonna give you guys the breakdown because I know 20 some tweets or even in that range is a lot and let's go back to camp he's out here in camp they tell him you can't wear it we're gonna get fine the league said it he's like okay I've had enough of this. He goes home, doesn't practice, and is going off. The Raiders then send him photos of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, you know, saying that they got their got different helmets on. So basically, don't throw a fit. He comes in the next day, acts like nothing had happened, throwing that whole, you know, BF, 
like mean girls for real. He comes back in, he works out with a different helmet, whatever, calls it a day. Then the next day after that, he goes in and he brings his helmet. <laughs> and I guess he must have painted it close to the Raiders colors, but there was like some slight variation in it that got him caught. And so again, the team officials are right there and they're like, dude, you can't bring this in. We're about to get fined. You can't practice. So he's like, okay, whatever. He goes ahead and files a grievance. And at the same time, tries to bring the helmet again. And for those of you who don't know, a grievance is, you know, he's having this sort of issue being handled out between a mediator and the NFL to really talk this over. The biggest thing that came out of that was that he didn't try other helmets per se. So it wasn't like he went alternative routes and really trying to find what was for him. His only argument was that his vision was uh, comprehended within using these new helmets, that he wasn't getting the same type of vision that he was with his you know, first helmet. So that argument was not strong enough, and a lot of people knew that that was the case. So he goes about and has to take the L, right? Goes ahead, practices for the Steelers. Um, he's out there for the Cardinals game, running routes. He's giving fans, you know, hugs and uh, his gloves, which is pretty dope. I'll applaud him for that. That's dope. I like that. But just this in, he files another. <laughs> he files another grievance to the NFL again for his helmet. And I'm just thinking, like, dude, you gotta. You got to let it go. Okay. I get that. That's a monumental piece. And you need that. But. To go about. And I didn't even mention this part. But he said he would retire. If he was not able to use this helmet at some point. Like why do you have to go to that extreme? I think that's being an absolutely terrible teammate. You're not being able to provide your support on the field and you're definitely not providing support off the field whatever the Raiders want to say about this whole issue oh it's okay we got it handled uh you know we're letting Antonio Brown do his thing that's a bunch of bs that's that's junk that's hoopla not gonna buy into that because I know <laughs> that's literally like someone buying a car buying like a sports car all these problems come intact with it. Now, with that being said, would you be okay not being able to drive that car like you initially purchased it, you know, for that reason? No, no, there's no way that you're satisfied saying, oh, yeah, you know, he's not on the field. No, don't care. And Mike Mayock, which is, I think, a, uh, the assistant to John Gruden and all this madness even said, like, you need to show up to camp to show that you're you're serious about this. And, I mean, he showed up, but then literally filed the grievance again. So what's new? Antonio Brown is bringing drama, which I think needs to be looked at even more carefully because 
Man, Odell was getting crap for kissing a kicking net. I don't. And and kissing a kicking net and being for real about the Giants, which are in a bad position and are in this denial that, you know, Eli Manning is a good quarterback still. No, he is, he's trash. I mean, he provided you guys with some Super Bowls, but he he's trash. I don't – there's no, you know, uh, lies being told there. And and I don't even think he went to that extreme. I think it was, you know, after the point where he had left where he, he kind of called them out because he was the coverage that they were getting, you know, the reason why, which is absolutely true too. I mean, once you build off that one catch – uh, he had his own market and is kind of a global face for Nike itself now. So I think that Antonio Brown needs to be looked at. Uh, well, situation needs to be looked at way more carefully and way more uh, authority with it. Like, dude, they're out here crucifying Odell for stupid stuff. And meanwhile, you know, oh, it's fine. It's Antonio Brown. I don't like that. So, I think I'm going to just call this segment what I don't like in the NFL. Insert Chief Keith. Don't like? Uh-uh. Not having any of this stuff, and it needs to be handled ASAP. Yo, what is up, guys? I'm your host, Joey, for Jaywalking. And beside me, I got a co-host today. Goes by the name of Tequasia Harris. What it do, baby? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Y'all see what I put up with. 24-7. Uh-uh. That's goofy. <laughs> Anyways, let's get down to it, all right? Because this is take 257, and I'm I'm really tired, okay? There's some audio issues, so um, for any of y'all listening, just know I was out here grinding to give y'all some yes. content, but let's get it started, okay? This is the sneaker portion, and I thought, okay, everyone's going back to school or is back to school. Let's make a sneaker shopping guide. So the way that we did this is we did it in four tiers going by 50 to $100, then $150, 200 $250 plus. So you get the gist of it, but in this case, there's going to be two shoes included in these sections. I feel like a lot of these uh, sneaker YouTubers or whatever the case may be only put down like one shoe, and it's like, well, dang, that's the only shoe I can get in that segment? Yeah. No. So we're providing you with two options, some variety with it. Yes. Let's go. Okay. First tier, number one, Reebok Club C. Banger? Yes. 75 bucks. Let's go. Bang for your buck. 75? And the premium version is like 90 bucks? Oh, Either yes. way, you're below 100. So what you're getting is a super versatile shoe in the sense of you can dress it up, mm-hmm. dress it down. Dress vintage, and I'm speaking solely on the vintage colorway that you don't have to look for. Yes. Um, going to 
places like Buffalo Exchange mm-hmm. or Goodwill or any of that. You just get it online. Shipping's free or whatever. Um, what are your thoughts on this shoe? I really like this shoe. Like you said, um, it gives off that vintage vibe and it's in one place. You don't have to go looking, you know, multiple places to try to find the shoe. And I just, you know, I'm really into the whole vintage look. And so I think it looks so good. And, you know, Joey has them. He wore them, got them a little dirty and like wiped them up. They looked literally brand new. So I think that's a big thing too, especially if, you know, walking a lot at school or anything like that great shoe to have yeah two two aspects i really like out of that is i think just literally get a rag and you clean it off yeah. boom that's super easy that's that's going to be durable long run two i think you step away from all the vans that everyone's yes. going to have you really yes. showcase a different shoe so yes. Everyone's got vans, you know. I mean, it's it's a good pickup, don't? Yeah. But it's it's the it's the safe pickup. Yeah. And we're here to provide risky pickups. Right. You'll be the one that stands out and be like, oh, look at what shoes he has. You know, what are those? Haven't seen those around. Yeah. So Cardi B sponsored them, or I don't know how that <laughs> promotion goes, but she she's there. So, boom. That's lit. There you go. Reebok Club C. Seventy five, number one, number two. You got the Nike React Presto. Joey, you're cheating. No, I'm not, dude. No, I'm not. All right? I know it's 120, but hey, I know a few sneaker little Twitter places, <clears throat> Soul Links, Sneaker Twitter, and they provide you with some discount codes that you can use, and the shoes become 85 to 95 bucks. Yeah. So, boom, I made it in the range. Either way, you get React cushioning and a Presto, which is one of the most breathable shoes. So here in Arizona, you're going to love this shoe. Yes. <laughs> you're going to love it walking. And honestly, you can work out in this shoe too. If you really yeah. wanted to, you could work out in it. Yeah. Get that little workout before or after class. There you go. Yeah. I think this shoe, I think this shoe above all can last you throughout the course of the day. Yeah, for sure. I had to go get breakfast, boom, wearing that shoe. Yep. Let's go work out, boom, wearing that shoe. I have a class 13 miles away. <laughs> Sheesh. Boom. <laughs> boom, wear the shoe. <laughs> but no, you get that comfortable athleisure look. So, I mean, it's great. I think yeah. I think it hits the mark on yeah. a lot of check boxes. Yeah, and it has a lot of colorways too. So, yeah. you know, whatever colors you have most in your closet you'll definitely find a color in the shoe for it that's so. a good point i think they have colorways built in for you know girls and guys mm-hmm. but even just the neutral ones yeah in general still go hard yeah. you know they still slap for so sure. yeah the nike react presto with some of those discount codes you can find all over the place mm-hmm. literally 95 bucks and that is a steal for sure for a really good shoe always here for a discount so second tier it's that 150 mark and these are all around the range okay they're not precisely 150 so let's get it straight it's the nike daybreak undercover got a little controversy on this shoe not gonna lie there are some people (coughs) who have some different opinions on this shoe it's got a crazy little back tab on it 
kind of like on a race car. Mm-hmm. But I think if you pull it off right, it looks super dope. Yeah. I think um, it's very urban, edgy type of shoe. It has that kind of look to it. Something that I probably, at least in my style right now, wouldn't be able to pull off. But I think if you do have that style and you do have that confidence to pull it off, this is for sure a very unique shoe that I don't think a lot of people will have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's really cool about it. Um, The colors are very nice and neutral, you know, goes with a lot. And I mean, I've seen some some women and men pull this shoe off pretty well. So Yeah, I really like how women pull this shoe off. Again, it just looks super dope. And for anyone who's tuning in, I think uh, try and catch up on your phone if you can, like with these photos, just to give you kind of a glimpse of what we're talking about because this shoe is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But, hey, I've seen women pull it off in this. She looks so dope um, when it's dressed up right. So I think you could do it. You stand out. There's also some discount codes that can make it around 120, I've seen. So yeah, I think that's a that's a risk taker one too. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good one. And that leads me to another risk taker. Do I bring it up? Yes. All right. <laughs> it's an iconic silhouette worn by dads in Ohio and runway models out in London. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not BSing on that. That that's for real. That's one of their T-shirts, and it's none other than the New Balance nine nine zero V five V four ticker choice. But either way, ultimate dad shoe, and I'm talking specifically the gray colorway because I think that one slaps the hardest. <laughs> I'm not really, you know, all black or yeah. I've seen the navy one. It's cool, no, but no. I just think the the gray one solidified itself mm-hmm. as one of the most iconic shoes of all time. Yeah, for sure. I think this dad shoe is is very daddy-ish. <laughs> but um, I really like it. I think it's very low-key. And I think with the whole um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, and um, the Raptors kind of winning the championship, him coming out with that new shoe, kind of bringing out new balance, it's come into trend now. And so I think this is a really good shoe that will kind of like show that you're ahead of, you're a bit ahead of time and style, you know, it hasn't really been a staple yet, but it's definitely coming in. Yeah, I think it's. It's always been a staple for dads, you yeah, know, who are sure, watching the kids dads. by the pool while they're grilling. But uh, yeah. not really as far as, you know, fashion goes mm-hmm. here in the States, maybe. Yeah. In the but States. like, um, I think it's it's the future. I think you yeah. can't really go wrong with it. Um, it slaps. Yeah. And it's a durable shoe. You have some of these dads wearing that shoe uh, for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... <laughs> For real, I've seen like beat up pairs and they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's super comfortable. Yeah. I work at a farmer's market, by the way. So I see <laughs> I see this shoe a lot. Yeah. And I always thought to myself like, dang, is it that good of a shoe? But I guess it must be. Yeah. People are paying 175 It's yeah. a little steep. Yeah. But I think for what you get out of it and I think the longevity out of it, not it's a bad pickup. It. Yeah, not a bad pickup. I low-key want to get a pair. Yeah. But I'm a little scared. I got to get that confidence in me. That's why I have you guys to pull it off for me. And then uh, we'll call it a day and I'll go get a pair or something. Yep. 
That's all you need. Yeah, for real. So coming in in the third tier, um, hate me, <laughs> love me, preferably love me. I love love. <laughs> Who doesn't? But seriously, no. Um, I'm going to sound like Skip Bayless in that one video where he's like arguing against himself because he's contradicting himself. <laughs> so that's me. And y'all can um, throw some comments in, say I'm a hypocrite. But hey, here we are, and it's the Yeezy 350 V2. Priced in 220 250 I think, around there. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I get it. Joey, you just said you hated this shoe. <laughs> I do. But I think if you're going back to school, this is a pretty good shoe to have. You know, I think you can find it kind of anywhere. Yeah. There are some some of the colorways that are below retail on StockX as we speak right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get that Yeezy name attached to it that I know you guys love so much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a pretty comfy shoe. If you think about it, it has that uh, boost in. You just got to break it in. And I think it's it runs pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think um, also, like, especially for girls, it's kind of coming into our type of style more mm -hmm. and more. Um, I think it goes with so many different things, shorts, pants, um, skirts, dresses. I mean, the whole biker short trend that's coming in or that's in now, you know, you could just wear it with so much leggings. And so I think especially for girls, like, definitely a shoe to pick up and like you were saying with the colorways there's so many out there and so many that go with a lot of different things that um would be in your closet you know if you want to wear green you know you could always find a yeezy uh that would match with it so i think you i think you kind of mean like you know earth tones with it yeah yeah More, like, like specifically like yeah. color yeah, okay yeah, cool so they're like a yeah. low key tones. those low key yeah definitely if you like sending your you know, your closet around a certain color base. I know some people do that in their seasons mm -hmm. or, you know, just regardless. I mean, you see Kim Kardashian, she's always wearing those like monotone, yeah, dumbed down colors. I don't mm -hmm. mean to say it like that, but yeah. it's, it's seriously though, it is kind of like just super low key of a colorway mm -hmm. that if, if you wanted to have a shoe and then just base your closet on that, yeah. these are really easy to do that. Yeah. Perfect. And I agree with you. Like, it goes with so much. I think girls pull it off with dresses. I, I kind of hate the biker shorts. <laughs> but, I mean, if you do it and pull it off, props yeah. to you. I think there's some there's some instances where they pull it off. So, yeah, yeah. props to them. I know. I don't like this shoe. But I think for girls, I think for girls, it, 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 yeah. it's a banger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, the Yeezy 350 V2 is on that first of the third tier. And this next shoe, let me just give you guys a little backstory. Um, I desperately wanted the Fear of God uh, ones. Loved them, I got them, uh, both colorways, the first two, the black and the bone. But summer came around. <laughs> And something's changed. And we have a long summer in Arizona. <laughs> so what that means is a short season is a necessity. Um, if you don't wear shorts, you're kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. You're going to be having some sweaty action going on. Mm -hmm. 
don't want to know about that, but it's going to happen. <laughs> so anyways, I put the shoes on with some basketball shorts. Mind you, I'm 5'7". That's what it says on my driver's ID, so I'm going to go with that. I wish it said six foot, but no, I'm, I'm, around that, I'm around that range. Either way, put them on. I was like, hey, babe, how do I look in them? She's going to say, you know, oh, babe, you look great. <laughs> Bro, I looked like I was wearing rain boots, and I didn't have the confidence of little Uzi that day. And I was like, I can't do this, man. I can't. I can't wait until you know, fall, even that that late fall, because it's yeah. still hot here, to wear these. Mm-hmm. So I had to get rid of them, unfortunately. But here is the alternative, which I'm so glad it's not the main shoe in this whole campaign. And that's the Nike Fear of God Air Raids coming in around like 220. You can find them on StockX around 190, 180 sometimes. This shoe kicks ass. Yeah. I think... You get this nice mid-top cut that you can either go with that futuristic look in the light bone colorway Mm -hmm. with the very strong black Nike swoosh on that. Yeah. Or you can go for that vintage subtle look Mm -hmm. with the black and the cream colorway. I think um, girls, guys, tall, short skinny or thick mm-hmm. pull this off yeah i agree i think the shoe is it's so nice you know especially like if you if you live in states where it's a little bit colder so you know you are wearing jeans more um it looks really good like a boot type of sneaker look so that's really nice and then like joey was saying you know during the summer if you want to wear it with shorts it looks great with shorts too so yeah, Tia- Tiana Taylor pulled this off. Yeah, she So really if you did. guys want to see, like, kind of a style guide to it. Yeah. I know this is a little, like, expensive, but there's always alternatives you can make. Mm-hmm. They're easy. But that is super sick. She pulled off a vintage mm-hmm. and the futuristic vibes with it. Yeah. It looks super dope. Yeah. Yeah. So the Air Raids are definitely on my list. I've been wanting a pair. Might have to get one after this talk. <laughs> I don't know. I'll see how my bank account looks. But, <laughs> all right, we're going into that final tier. 250 and above. You a big baller? Uh, not right now. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I know there's some listeners yeah, oh, that are. Oh, definitely. Definitely there are. And it's kind of crazy. What shoe, like, it's one of the most iconic shoes have I not talked about. Hmm. Is it a Jordan? Yeah. The Jordan ones. See, Shadi just knows, you know? <laughs> it just It's so easy to get caught up in it. But literally, I put this at the 250 range because, of course, you could find your turbo greens or that kind of inverse black toe mm-hmm. colorway, the Sports Illustrated, um, kind of below retail or right at retail, mm-hmm. which is like usually 160, you know, around there. But for those colorways, um, breads, royals, shadows, Big baller, um, you know, shattered backboards. And um, you got those in hand. You really can. And I think it's probably the shoe that can you can wear all season long. Yeah. You can wear it with shorts. You can wear it with pants. Looks really nice in coats. Looks really nice Mm -hmm. with just a tank. Like, I don't know. You just do so much with it. 
And that's just a testament of how long the shoe's been out. Yeah. 1985. I was going to say, it's a shoe that never really goes out of style. Literally. And I think Jordan knows that. And that's why there's so many colorways of it. Yeah. It just keeps dominating the market. Yeah. So for me, Jordan 1's easy pick. Mm-hmm. Same. Girls pull it off. Really good. I think they're yeah. starting. I think they're starting to beat the guys. Low key. <laughs> low key. I give. Yeah. I give props to women. You know. There's a lot of good looks out there with these shoes, and it makes me excited because I was never really into wearing Jordans as a girl, but now I really want some ones. You know, I yeah. just love the new looks that are coming out with them. So. Yeah, definitely. I think when girls wear that crop pant. Yeah. Light wash jeans with it. Looks super sick. Mm-hmm. Looks super dope. I love that vintage look. So, yeah, Jordan 1's super nice. Both genders pull it off. Mm -hmm. Girls are low-key winning. (laughs) Guys, we need to step it up and not be so absurd with these um, (laughs) outfits. For real. I don't like that. Just go low-key, man. Yeah. A little low-key. Low-key's the way. Then then we win, okay? But, hey, let's have a drum roll and your head go off. Whatever. (laughs) Final shoe. It's got to be the Yeezy 700. Coming in at $300. A little steep on the retail, but you could find some that are a little bit below. Stock eggs, you'll find 280, 290. I've seen a pair at 220 one time. So you can definitely find some pairs, but this shoe to me is super bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. Super. You get a dad shoe, you get a comfortable shoe with all that boost. You can wear it any season. Mm-hmm. You can wear it, you know, dressing up or dressing down. Yep. I mean, what can you go wrong? I'm looking at my notes and I literally don't have anything wrong. It's durable too. Yeah. A lot of these shoes, of course, the Jordan ones look nice, um, you know, when they're beat up. Like I said, the New Balances look cool. But a lot of those other ones you're going to want to keep like, uh. A little decent. A little decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to beat them to the ground. Yeah. I don't know exactly how they would look. But I know for sure Wave Runners or whatever, uh, Analogs, Vanta colorway, look super dope. Mm-hmm. Even just beat up yeah. to me. Yeah, these shoes, oh my gosh, they're so great. Like, I really didn't believe in it at first until I got a pair. Joey bought me a pair of the Analogs. And the second I put them on my feet, I was like, wow, these are game changers. They're so light and literally feels like you're walking on pillows. And, like, I just wore them, like, every day after that and I usually don't wear my shoes like days in a row but I was like nope I can't get enough of them what were you wearing today the analogs what'd you call today the wave runners I'm so hyped okay see I'll put you on <laughs> I'm so lit. I'll put you on so for sure just give me my props then then it'll be cool and you did I always do all right exactly so what I'm saying is girls, guys, literally just a whole circumference. You cover everything with this shoe. $300, <gasps> I know, I know. But big ballers out there, you can handle it. It's a good investment to me if you want to have a shoe that can last long. There was a point in time I'm wearing the static, you know, 700s. And I probably wore them for uh, like 500 days. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. I felt like I was abandoning my children. I was like you know, looking at my other shoes and they were crying inside. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's tough. I got to go with the statics. Yeah. But here we are. 
I love it. You know, it's one of my favorite. Boom, 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 boom. If you made it this far, I know that was a weird transition. But, but I like it. Nice. <laughs> if you made it this far, this is the big baller section. All right. Maybe some of you guys were like 75 bucks. Chump change. Don't like that. Whatever. Cool. Q&A session with me and only me. Sorry, Koja. <laughs> Someone says, hey, you have $2,000. You can only spend it on a shoe. What are you spending it on? I think, I think, psych. No, no hesitation. Got to be the Air Jordan 1 Travis Scott. <laughs> it's easy, right? Yeah. Super easy. I mean, you get Travis Scott, a little collab in there. You get a Jordan 1. You get a brown colorway you don't really see. Mm -hmm. You get these small details, which don't really justify how much it is. But <laughs> hey, you know, you get those small details. They're great. Love it. Um, really speaks out to the craftsmanship mm -hmm. going on over at Nike. And I think they gave him uh, some creative space to really work on this shoe. Yeah. And I think it's a good investment, too. For anyone looking to, you know, wear their shoes and possibly resell them, that's what I have in mind. So I don't really, like, go broke if, you know, things <laughs> don't go right. But, hey, you have those in mind. Yeah. And you get a couple wears or you get a lot of wears. You're mm -hmm. going to get money at the end of the day for them. Yeah, for sure. I think, like, you brought up a good point. It's a brown colorway, and you don't really see a lot of that in the uh, Jordan 1s. Like, it's just so new, and it still goes with so many different things, so many different colors. So mm -hmm. I think that's really cool, too, just to have, like, you know, that one brown shoe in your collection. And like you said, it could you could resell it, you know, no matter if you want to wear it, you know, here and there, flex on them a little bit and then sell it, or if you just want to keep it and then sell it either way you're gonna get your money's worth out of it Ooh, look at you <laughs> i'm here knowing your sneakers <laughs> and, and for the audience members i absolutely hate brown on me i feel like um i'm that dad you know going to like a baby shower or something that's the baby shower fit but with these shoes it, it changed my mind completely this is more of a mocha mm -hmm. goes with so much yeah and the thing is if it's an original which means, you know, they make more colorways. You have the OG. Right. Get money on that. If it's um, the only one, then that's limited. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you'll see restocks. Yeah. So, that's our sneaker style guide. I think that went pretty smooth. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. We gave them a good little variety of shoes. So. What I do know is anyone who does pick up a pair of shoes, you better shout me out. Yeah. Come on. Not really question. Just shout, I'm just fine. <laughs> <laughs>
microphone from Blue, but it was just, <laughs> it was super annoying. But uh, no, I'm looking to invest in this uh, interview podcast tech, if you will. If y'all want to provide some help with that, there is a little donation page on this anchor uh, homepage that you can bring in a donation of any sort. Um, it's greatly appreciated. I'll shout you out. Much love. And to be honest, like I said, I'm super excited on what's coming up next, the opportunities. So I guess I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek on it. Um, I got an interview with a owner of a big time vintage slash consignment store out here in Arizona. And I think AZ is the biggest teaser I'm going to give for this. So just take that into account, AZ. And really, it's going to be a dope sit down. And I think it'll be an opportunity to, to really find out about you know this business owner who I think has reached heights, but we don't know the backstory yet as as regular customers down here. So I think it'd be nice to really give a platform for both of us to really showcase what we got going on. And I can't wait for it. That's probably coming in the next few weeks, honestly. Like I said, I just got to... Uh, invest in some technology for that and with that being said thank you guys for tuning in on another episode much love i hope you guys are having a great day a blessed day (laughs) and peace out y'all later